Welcome to your Tuesday night sports show live on Expression FM. Hope you're having a great day live on Expression FM. And uh, here we are. Here we are live in the studio. I'm going to try and turn up the mic volume. Um, turn it down even, excuse me. Um, how does that sound, lads? How does that sound? Tell me, tell me, tell me now. Still pretty loud. Okay. A bit quieter, sorry. A bit quieter. There you go. Yeah. Let's try that. Good stuff. But yes, um, cheers for joining us live on Expression FM. We're here for your Tuesday night sport. And over the last few days, we had the all-important draw for the 2024 Euros as well. And uh, we've got plenty of things to talk about. And we're going to try to give our predictions for who we think is going to come out of the group stages, the strongest team. And again, we will give our predictions towards the end of this year as well. Again, we've got a better idea in terms of the form. But six months out from the World Cup, from the Euros, or seven months out even, probably about then, let's give our initial thoughts about what the group draw is looking like so let's start off straight away because we haven't got that much time to kill in this show so in group a it's a group that looks a bit more difficult than it does in my opinion germany scotland hungary and switzerland all face off in group a scotland and hungary two teams on the rise in europe switzerland looking to steal a march continue their record of knockout upsets like they did against france in 2021 and germany who will want to avoid embarrassment as hosts next summer for those who like history first game in the tournament is going to be germany versus scotland firstly this is a pretty nice draw for the host germany isn't it michael oh definitely i mean we expected they were in pot one and uh, it's a country that's been struggling recently i have to say overall though i'm a big fan of the draws there's just something special about about them for sometimes even when i was a kid they're almost sometimes as exciting as as the games that come around but no focusing back on group a and it's a really interesting group actually i have to say it's even a very even group probably although a certain group b which we'll get onto may argue with that the most even group it's that type of group where anyone could beat anyone yes there's a favorite which is of course germany and i think they'll be quite happy with this group overall but never write off any of the three countries that are in there Especially, I look at Hungary, who first of all have had an excellent qualification. They topped their group Certainly in the qualifiers. Have, yeah. A tough group, I have to say. And well, we remember what a hard time they gave Germany back in 2021 mm. for a delayed Euros 2020, mm. where 84th minute from Goretzka was actually all that stopped Hungary from winning the group. Oh my France. word! I know it was an incredible group. Hungary, in the space of five minutes, fell from first to fourth and did not qualify, which is a massive upset. Massive but no, for Germany. Massive. It's a chance to rebuild. I mean, it's been a tough few years for them, and a new manager coming in with Nagelsmann. It's a good squad on paper. Can they it deliver is. though? Can they deliver? Let's talk about the Scots then. Do you think they've got a chance of uh, what well, spring a surprise, Andre? Well, I mean, they have pretty surprising Euro qualifiers themselves, Scott. Scott McTominay was in, was unbelievable for some reason. He scored, he's like, what, the top scorer of the yeah, he is. whole tournament? Yeah, he is. <laughs> I mean, Michael, as a United fan, would have been hoping and praying that uh, he would start performing like that for United, but hasn't quite come out, has it? No, he only did once uh, against Brentford. <laughs> uh, <laughs> only once, yeah, only once. Five and a half minutes. No, Scott McTominay, not the top goal scorer, but the third goal scorer behind Lukaku and Ronaldo, which is yes, uh, sure, which sure, is very, sure. very, Fair very enough. much. Really yes. shocking. <laughs> Definitely. But for the Scots... Again in the Euros for the second year in a row, and it will be an interesting one for them. And 
Could have, have they got a chance of getting past these teams? Because I look at Hungary and I look at a really strong rising team. I look at Switzerland, a team that have got real bottle and real strength in knockout games. And of course, Germany, of course, a giant, but a team that also have massively underperformed. I think there's some real shots in this, in this group. <laughs> and I also think an, an interesting thing to talk about as well is that, of course, four teams qualify who finish in third place in the groups with six groups in the Euros. And I actually think that I think one of the players, or one of the players even, one of the teams in this group who finished third have got a really strong chance of getting in those lucky losers. Yes, but speaking against Scotland, there, there's a few things which are not in their favour. First yep. of all, they're the least experienced side playing. And secondly, their first game, which is the overall first game of mm. the competition, yep. is basically away against Germany. Yeah, Germany. And yeah. they're going to have Germany... You, you couldn't stress it enough how big of a game it is for them. Massive. It is their first competitive game since they lost uh, uh, to... Well, didn't lose, but since they got knocked out from the World Cup. Yep. Uh, so it's their first... It will be their first competitive game in 18 months. How important is that going to be? in front of about 70,000, 80,000 fans. Yeah. They're going to absolutely go right in that game. And they won't in the third game of the group so whoever will be playing them whether that be Hungary or Switzerland I'm going to have to check that will have an advantage for sure. Scotland it's the worst time to play Germany so this speaks against them while let's say if Hungary and Switzerland draw Scotland will find themselves in a very difficult position already so as much as they have had a good qualifiers even managing to beat Spain the current Nations League champions on the way as well and challenged until the last moment also stopping Erling Haaland and Odegaard, Odegaard sorry, uh, with Norway they I just see them as the outsiders in this group, unfortunately. Maybe. So how important do you think it's going to be the fact that there wasn't a qualification campaign for the Germans and that they've only been playing friendly games and they've been struggling friendly games even? Sort of, do you think they've had a disadvantage because they've had less game time, maybe? I mean, you just never want to play the opening match against the hosts. That's no, no, no. Not Scotland, but for Germany. Yeah. Like, I mean, are, they, are they at a disadvantage because they, did, they weren't playing 10... They were playing 8, 10 games over the last... Over the last two years, that were at, at a competitive level, they're playing friendlies against I mean, South Korea, well, Austria, whoever. Well, we can have a look at the the I, few of the last hosts. Oh. Yeah, historically, I was gonna say, you know, the hosts, even though they end up playing friendlies and don't have to play through the competitive qualifiers, tend to do fairly well in these types of. That is true. That is true. No, you if are you right. look at it, if you look at it, for example, <coughs> obviously last year was hosted in a lot of countries, so there was no clear yeah. host. 2016, France. But England did well, though. England yeah. did very well, it must be said, and a lot of the knockout yeah. games were, no, were yeah. at Wembley, weren't they? Exactly. And uh, France, 2016, two years without competitive football, were by far the best team in that competition. Sure. Only a miracle and immense character from Portugal stopped them from winning at home. So, even the World Cup 2018, of course, Qatar, we wouldn't expect too much from them. No, 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 you're right. Russia 2018 as well, no South competitive. Did, South Africa did perform quite well in the World Cup as well, actually, must be said. To said. their standard, yes. Yeah. I'd put it this way, not a single host underperformed. I suppose maybe, maybe you'd argue against Switzerland or Austria in 2008 Euros. Furthermore, furthermore, yeah, you can say that, but furthermore, we're talking about how that you know there's a lack of competitive games, but most of the games that the top tier teams play in qualifiers are against teams that they're expected to beat. That is true. You would only get yep. one team that actually qualifies for the Euros. So let's say uh, Portugal, they've had a great qualifiers, mm. but let's be honest, half of their games, and we'll get onto that later, <laughs> were against Liechtenstein, Luxembourg, yep. Iceland, who are no longer as strong as they used yep, to be. Definitely. Same with France, who netted 14 past Gibraltar recently. So. 
We're talking about the fact Germany has not had competitive football, but realistically, can you call all the qualifying football competitive? Maybe not quite. That's a good point. Let's talk about these predictions then. So, Michael, give me your two group winners. So, uh, your, 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 your two to go out the group even. Firstly, group winners, and then your runners-up. We'll go on to the lucky losers at the end of the show, but your first and second place in Group A. The way I look at it now, uh, Germany obviously is not as clear of a favourite as, as their fans perhaps would want them at home, but I can see an improvement in the side. You, people who listened to TNS last year now I'm a big advocate, bit supporter of Germany. Germany no to win the managed. World Cup? Yeah, I Germany wouldn't, to win the World Cup prediction, I, I wouldn't, can I just say? Yeah, I, I'm not going to say that just yet, but <laughs> I, I will say though that, that Germany is going to win the group. I, I'd give them about seven points. I think there could be a draw in there somewhere. I'm going to say Germany first. Switzerland in second. I think that experience and most of the players that have been there on numerous occasions are still there for Switzerland. I will put Switzerland just over Hungary, potentially even at goal difference, potentially on fair play. It's going to be super tight. Do you in think my they're going to be one of your four lucky losers? Because I can lock them in now if you want. I think so. You think so? I, I, okay. I think quite possibly so. Hungary will qualify third as well. And uh, I'm going to have to say Scotland fourth, unfortunately. And they will go out again, as they did three years ago. So for now, it's going to be Germany, Switzerland, Hungary and Scotland. Andre, Andre? yourself? Um, yeah, I pretty much have to agree with Mikhail there. Um, Germany's going to get first place for me. Seven points seems about right. There'll be a random tie in there. Uh, Switzerland are definitely second. They're just a team that, for some reason, can consistently just solid, aren't they? make solid, the knockout yeah. rounds of any yep. tournament they're in. Have to agree. Yeah, there's gotta be. They've gotta be on like some long streak by now. Oh, they gotta be. I mean, they knocked out the French, didn't they, in 2020, didn't they? So yeah. they know, know what they're doing. I'm guessing you're Hungary as third in this group. Yeah, Hungary now, third. Are they one of your lucky losers? Wait, well, explain lucky losers. So lucky losers. So four teams go through from third place. Uh, so the four mm, best. The we, can, four, we can say that later. Yeah, yeah maybe we we'll wait on that. Later. But basically, yeah, the we'll, rule is that the four best third place teams go in as well into the round yeah. of sixteen because it's six groups. You can't have a round of twelve. Right. Um, I will agree with you on one point. Oh, I'll put Germany le- leading the group. I'm going to put Hungary at second. Actually, I think that I, I think that the attacking line led by Dominic Zoboslai is going to come on strong. I think for the Hungarians and uh, I think they're going to take it Switzerland third I will put Switzerland third again I'll wait to put them as one of the lucky losers but we'll see I mean it's, it's likely they'll be there but I'm going to have a think about that still I only really settled on the uh, on the on the league on the sort of the teams that get out of the group really earlier on so good start then so we've got two picks for Germany and Switzerland to get out of the group and then one for Hungary to finish second for me. And let's talk about Group B now, which I think most eyes went to. It's the popular shout for the Group of Death. And I think, oh, it could be, it is just the Group of Death. I don't think it's a shout. I think it's just a case. Albania, well, they've been they've been very unlucky to be drawn against, well, let's wait for it. Spain, Italy, and Croatia. Spain Bro. topped Group A in qualifying. They'll face off against the Italians who only just qualified in Croatia, who were, well, nearly battling till the end of the tournament to qualify after, well, until Wales had their slip up against the Armenians. And for Albania, it's a bit of a free hit test. What is a young squad that includes great players, uh, hopefully, which will include Armando Brozier by the time that we get to the Euros. And the third place team in this group, they've got a really strong chance of going through as lucky loser. What a, what a group this is, my words. And I cannot 
pick who comes out of this group. I mean, for me, I think the Italians are in real trouble here. Mm-hmm. I think they're in real trouble, Michael. Do you agree? Yes and no, because... Why do you disagree with me on that? I think, and this is going to be a hint to, to my prediction. Go for it. Go Spain, for it. Is, Spain is a favourite here. Current yep. Nations League holders, it's a massively improved yes. team. Gavi, unfortunately, would probably miss the Euros unless a miraculous shame. recovery. And yeah. I don't know, if can an ACL heal in six months? Sometimes, but to the extent that Gavi's injury looked, it seems quite unlikely he will recover, especially at this age. I doubt there will be the risk. Spain are favourites. But after that, it's complicated. First of all, I don't see Albania as such an outsider as most of them Ooh, would call really? them. I can see them doing what Hungary almost did in Euro 2021. I don't think they'll qualify. Right. But I also don't think they'll be ending with zero points. With okay. Croatia and Italy, it's tight. They're about on the same level. Croatia has a better squad because what we saw from Italy in 2021, unfortunately, half that squad is no longer. The only real players who are still there is Barella. Chiesa, who is looking to pick up some good form after spinning his first his first spell after the ACL Spinatola. As much as that Euros was incredible, after the Achilles injury, he did recover. He yeah. starts for Roma, but he's not that player anymore. And that Euros right. was rather an overperformance. You are right. You are right. Donnarumma hasn't been living up to the expectations at PSG. No. I'm not going to go through every player. Croatia, yeah. though. Yeah. Also, it's an aging squad. It keeps aging, and there's no one new coming in. But the World Cup just somehow proved us all wrong once again. So we can see them surprised. Croatia, though, for some reason, performed better at World Cups than Euros. That is true. Look at their last few, few Euros. 2021, knocked out by Spain, ironically. Mm. Yes, by Spain. 2016 by Portugal. Yep. 2012 in the group, obviously, ironically, again, with Spain and Italy in it. And uh, tw- 2008 was the biggest one where they conceded, scored against Turkey 119 minutes in, only to concede two minutes later and lose on penalties. So, Andre, I'm, right sure, I'm sure you remember you remember that one. But no, they, they can do anything. They can qualify or they can complete your collapse. Andre, I'll let you give your prediction first uh, and your ideas. Uh, what do you know, think, Andre? For me, me, Croatia's aging squad, they look more and more like an aged squad every tournament they play. Sure. They did good at the World Cup, but these past Euro qualifier games against Turkey, against Wales, it, it, yep. does, it, does, sure. look, it does not look like the same team at all. No. They're, they're quite old. They need to be refreshed, and I don't know if they're going to get that by the time the Euros come. Um. I think Italy will do better than them, to be honest. You think? Yeah. So Italy get through in seconds? Yeah. For me, Italy are going to get through in seconds. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. Do you yeah. think that do you think Croatia get to the get to the best fourth placed or best fourth third, third. third placed? Yeah. Yeah. They're still a good. Te- it's still a good team, no doubt. I mean, when you have Luka Modric on your side, what can go wrong, really? But um, no, they're not. I don't think. I don't see them doing better than Italy. Yeah, if you ask I agree. Me, if you ask me, if you look at this Italian side, it's just not that good of a team in terms of quality and standard of players. But compared There's to Croatia, the likes of Barella, sure. Compared to Croatia, a lot though. is going to rely on him, Chiesa, yep. and maybe a few more. Sure. Croatia, they've still got the squad. They're still going to have Josko Guardiola at the back. Modric is still going to mm. play. I'm putting Croatia second for You now. are? I've got no faith in this Italy squad at all. And the fact they struggled so much in qualifying just shows you. Croatia's got more experience. They've got 
the talent they've got a better team in terms of names and I still see Italy's victory in the Euros I wouldn't call it a miracle but it was a one-off a occasion fluke. a fluke yeah. which they which they just turned up which the stars just aligned you think so do, do Italy crash out in the group stages do they get that do they get a lucky loser spot maybe maybe although in this group whoever finishes third I can see finishing with let's say two points I honestly, so... I'm I'm of the same view, and it's like for me. So for example, I will go with, I'll go with Spain and Italy. Spain's top group, Italy to finish second. I think Croatia are at risk of crashing out here. I think third place is in real risk here of crashing out potentially, potentially, and I think that might be an early exit for for the Croatians. So interesting. So Andre, what was your pick again? Sorry. Uh, yeah, I had uh, Spain first, uh, Italy second, and Croatia third. Good Not stuff. sure if they're going to be one of the lucky losers yet. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. We will see. Let's um, very honestly, this is going to be a really interesting Euros. I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited for it's this gonna Euros. Be, it's going to be so. God, even it's going to be so so even. Let's move to Group C. We're going to kind of try finish promptly. Then we can kind of give our final thoughts at the end for the whole tournament, as it were. Group C, England take their place and they're going to face off against, uh, well, a very recent opponent in the Euro is going to face off against Denmark, who were semi-final opponents last time out and they also have a 1992 Euros crown to their name. Serbia will make their fifth appearance in the Euros for the first time since 2000 and there will also be Slovenia in this group who make their second appearance in the Euros as an independent state. Uh, who also featured in the World Cup group for the English in 2010 as well. I don't know if anyone's remember that. Uh, you probably won't because you're probably too busy watching Turkey and Russia. But, uh, well, Russia wasn't even in at World Cup, were they? No, um, neither were Turkey. Guess no, who we lost Turkey. to on their way to the who? World Cup? Slovenia. Slovenia. There you go. So uh, it should have been Russia in that group. So, um, yes. So Slovenia, they make, they make their return to play England. I think everyone's fairly sure who's going to top this group aren't they yes yes england we're going to get on to this but is they're going to have to start off strong and they usually do i mean euro 2021 was a bit slow world cup was a strong start straight away i can see them getting nine points really you think so i think so. you think we're going to get nine points what's a win against denmark yes whoa okay why tell me tell you uh I mean, Denmark, I've said it about a few countries <coughs> here. Euro 2020 for them, or 2021, should I say. Also, it was more like the stars had aligned. It was a one-off. I don't like calling it flukes, but mm. it's just an occasion sure. where everything lines up. And there was the Ericsson injury or collapse, yep. which really emotionally stimulated the team. And realistically, the sides that they beat on the way to the final, Czech Republic, Wales, and Russia in the group stage, and then they lost to England, although giving up a good fight. It wasn't any big teams they beat on the way. Mm. So that and also the, can be partially overrated. The thing that goes in England's favour is that they faced Denmark in the, in the second round. So exactly. actually, they've got the first game against Serbia. And I think that's probably a free hit for the English to really sort of get a get a, get a a confident start to the tournament, really. Yeah, I think. I've, I've not got too much faith in this Denmark team now. I mean, the World Cup showed their level at the moment and even in the qualifiers it wasn't as dominant as before slovenia is an interesting one as well it is a very interesting one as well and yeah that's the thing with slovenia i, I think they're the real odd one out here because 
none of us really know what their form is like, do we? And I, I don't know. It's it, it's going to be an interesting one. I mean, let's look at their. It's the I mean, first time in in twelve years, I think, that they feature since in, since, since two thousand competition two thousand and ten. Si- yeah, so it's going to be the first 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 in fourteen. Yeah, so, sorry, fourteen of course. Yeah, so 12, fourteen, 14 years, years for international competition, twenty four years. So for all for these, the Euros for all of these oh. players, it'll be the first ever in their yes. career international and they got through a really interesting group because With Denmark Denmark and Kazakhstan as well and Finland Finland were were, were challenging yeah. yeah Finland of course who, who have the one and only Viljami Sinisalo on the bench and um, yeah Slovenia they are the odd ones out but I think they've got a chance here I mean I mean I'm just looking through these through these um whatever you call it, through the fixture sheet for the first time. And I've just realised that kind of some of these games in the first week can be so interesting. I mean, we talked about the uh, Hungary-Switzerland case earlier on. They faced their, each other's first time out as well. Spain versus Croatia, really tough start for them. And, um, yeah, for this group as well. I mean, Serbia-England and then Slovenia-Denmark. Slovenia-Denmark's going to be a massive game to start this Euros for them, isn't it? For, 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 for the Danes particularly. Yeah, Denmark have this habit where they start off slow and then improve. We saw that in 2021. I think Denmark, it, it, it's going to be a link now to my prediction. Yes, I think it. it's going to be a step up from World Cup 2022. Sure. It will be a step down, though, from Euro 2021. I just think there's more teams in the competition who are going to turn up right, okay. compared to the last European Championships. In this group, though, and I've said it already, and England is a team that I'd want to speak more after we actually go through all the groups later. Yeah, go for it. But for now... England, in my opinion, have a has a good chance of having their best competition in a while, possibly Maybe. even challenging for the title. I think it's going to start well in the group stage. They would want to start strong. Who finishes second? I'm going to guess you're going to put England top in the group, but who finishes second? Denmark. Denmark. The experience just is going to do over the, the Serbians. Over the Serbians. Okay. The Serbians so far have been known as a team that does well in qualifying but fails to turn up. And they are—they just don't have this experience. We saw what happened in the World Cup where they were totally in control of games and then lost them at the final sure. second. Okay. And unfortunately, Denmark's squad is just better. It's got a higher quality of players. It's got big international footballers. I mean, Eriksson, who's been struggling with injuries, he should still feature. Hoiberg hopefully will find some form again, yep. get cool. some yep. goal scorers going. Sure. Hoyland, of course, up top for the Dutch. Mm. So it's a good team sure. that I think won't go too far. I can see them getting knocked out early on. But okay. it's a team that I think features, a uh, finisher, sorry, above Serbia and Slovenia. So I'm going to go England first, Denmark second. Right. And then in a close battle for third, Serbia just go edging in front over Slovenia. But I didn't think either progress. Interesting stuff. Andre, I'm guessing you've got England topping the group. Who finishes second then? Um, honestly, I've got Serbia. Serbia. I like. I like the. Ser- I like Tell the me Serbia why. squad. I mean, you've got. They, I know they don't have a lot of experience and sure, yeah, sure. But sure. they've been qualifying for more and more tournaments. The experience mm. is starting to build up and accumulate. They have oh, some yeah. quality players. I mean, Mitrovic, even though he's still in yep. Saudi Arabia. Milinkovic Savic as well. They're yeah. both firing in Saudi yeah. yeah, Milinkovic Savic is. Was such a good player in uh, Serie A for Lazio. Yeah, he was a baller for Lazio for years, constantly so linked with that big so good. move. But yeah. now he's at Al Hilal with uh, his buddy Mitrovic. Yeah. Mitrovic is a monster. Yeah, he is. He is a fantastic player. I agree striker. with you. I think the Serbi go through in second here. I, 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 I don't see the hype around this Danish team. 
Yeah, I don't see the hype around this Danish team, and I think they got to semi-final based off of a very, very favourable draw in I 2020. I and I think they lost on paper because Australia were a better team. I think this is the tournament Serbia finally puts it together. I think so as well. And I actually, I actually mean, I think that Denmark have got a chance of getting go, going through as a, a as a lucky loser. I don't think so. I think Denmark beats. Slovenia draws against Serbia and loses against England, gets four points. Sure. But Serbia draw against Serb- Slovenia and Denmark and finish on you two think? points and lose to mm. England. That's how I see this coming out. I don't think Serbia wins a game again. Unfortunately. I'm going to wait to do my lucky losers until the end because I actually I will don't well. know. I but will well. we'll see. Um, I mean, you've already locked in Hungary, but I think Hungary is a fairly good bet that yeah, they'll Hungary, get past Albania. Hungary, definitely. That, yeah. that was the one I was we'll confident see. in. We'll see, we'll see. So, <coughs> we'll we'll go back to lucky losers then. Let's go over to Group D, the first group that's got the, well, one player left over, kind of one team left over for the playoffs. And this is a very interesting group. So, you've got 1984. Uh, so, you've got the uh, one-time champions in 1984. And the two-time champions, France, alongside Australia, uh, who qualified... 1988, Netherlands. 1988, yes, sorry. uh, Alongside Austria, who qualified for the third Euros, uh, alongside them. And then you've got another place left over as well. Do we know who that is? So it will be either... It'll be the winner of Poland and Estonia in Warsaw, booking a place for a final against either Wales or Finland. Likely going to be Poland versus Wales in so. that final. So it's either the Poles or the Welsh in Group D. Really interesting group, this, because I think Austria, they're a team that are on the decline, it's fair to say. You've got, an, again, I hate to say it to the uh, to two Madridistas in the room, but an ageing David Alaba, it must be said. He is, he is an ageing player. And I, I don't know, it's... He's still quality. But, but this is the thing. I don't know if Austria have got what it takes to get that third place and get into the get into round of 16. By the, I, I think that France and Netherlands do get out of this group. But, I mean, the Poles or the Welsh could be a very interesting team to come up against, couldn't they? From what I looked, Joe, actually, of all the groups, and this may sound a bit surprising, it's an interesting group, a very exciting uh, one. Yep. Uh, the one I'm very looking forward to, but it's the most straightforward one for me. You think so? To predict so, yes. Uh, well, then, go for it. Now, go France, for it, then. France is clearly winning it. We saw in I qualifiers how dominant they were against the Dutch. France, I think this will be a combat. They've got a point to prove after last Euros. Certainly. Because do. they've succeeded in two World Cups, consecutive World Cups. They've done well at home in the Euros. They won the Nations League. Their only tournament in the last eight years where they significantly underperformed. It was only one tournament, and that was Euro sure. 2021. Sure. For Mbappe, he wants to make amends because he's turning 24, 25 even at the end of next year. Mm. 26 even, 26. He's 25 already, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, my words. I mean, and people think he's a young player these days. He's not a young player. But the reason I'm saying this... Kylian Mbappe is turning 25, sorry, of course, at the end of the year, and he's yet to score a European Championship goal. Yeah, having almost, oh, I didn't know that. Having almost, oh, wow. And on the flip side, he's four goals of the old... He's not four goals. Four goals away from the all-time World Cup record at the age My of My word. So he's got a point to prove at the Euros, and it's a last chance for a few French players to have a go at the Euros. I think for Griezmann... Yep. For Giroud definitely. Giroud definitely. Um, the likes of uh, Matuidi. Matuidi's favourite. No, has he tried? We could see Conte called up from Saudi. He's not yeah, retired Conte. from 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 the French national team. I don't think he'll start. 
And uh, no, 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 no. But the likes of not gonna Lucas Hernandez, the yeah. likes Hernandez of brothers, yeah, I was going to go for those. Have yeah. all of them. It's it's Pavard, their chance yes, to, to win to win the trophy. So they're going to be big. Sure, they're going big okay. in this competition. They've still got an excellent team. They're winning the group. Second come Netherlands. You had think, they okay. had Louis Van Gaal again, there's okay. always this magic about him. He manages to deliver without him in the last ten years or so. The Netherlands have just not been as good. And they come second, though, and followed very closely, I think, by Austria. Now, do Austria make it through, in your opinion, to those lucky loser spots? That's the one I'm going to have to wait, Joe, and actually yep. make a decision at the end. I think they edge it. I think it's going to be Wales. Also I think it's going to be Wales or Poland. I think Wales. This also goes down to who, who, who finishes off in that spot. Because I think, I think for all of them, I think if Wales get through to the Euros, I think they've got a chance of getting third. If Poland get through, I think they've got a real bastard on their hands. I don't think so, Joe. I, I think either are beaten by Austria. Poland have been awful okay. in this knockout. They had to sack Fernando Santos, restart their campaign. They got beaten by Moldova. It is not the Polish team that we're used to at the Euros. Yeah. And Wales... That is true. Unfortunately, I don't see them doing as well either. Wales. Austria is consistent. It never does sure. amazing great things in competitions, but I think they may just do enough to finish third. Will it be enough to qualify? Still something I, I want to review, but for we'll now, see. Austria third, Poland slash Wales slash Finland slash Estonia will yep. give them the respect Sure. in fourth. Andre? Vilyami yeah. Sinisalo is going to get it to the Euros. Andre? Um, yeah, it, it, it really does seem straightforward. I mean, the playoff, the, whoever the playoff winner will be between Poland... Wales, Estonia, or Finland. Finland. None of them are very strong contenders at all to even fight for that third place. Wales are a team that's sure. long sure. beyond decline. Yep. Nowhere near that magical 2016 team that managed to make the semis. Yep. Um, Good stuff, I understand that. They, so, last place. What, so is it France and Netherlands, Fran I'm guessing? Yeah, France and Netherlands easily. Yeah, right. And then... Third place, I'm guessing, go for the Austrians. Yeah, however, I think the Aust I mean, Austria aren't a bad. They're a solid group, but they sure. just can't compete with the likes of France or Netherlands. Right. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, we'll go back to lucky losers at the end when we go through all of the groups, and then we're going to give our sort of predictions about who we think is at the strongest form right now. Group E is a bit more open, and to be honest, I can't really tell who would come out of this group. 2020 yeah. course final is Belgium, their favourites to win the group. However, they also had an abysmal World Cup, so they're looking to build some confidence. <coughs> and they are joined by Romania, who returned for the first time since 2016. They got to the quarterfinals in 2000. Also joined by Slovakia, who reached the quarterfinals in 2016. So Slovakia and Slovenia are both in the tournament, which is amazing that anyone does radio commentary when you've got both of those teams playing around in the tournament. The winner of a playout bracket is going to fill up the empty space. On one side, Israel versus Iceland. On the other side, Bosnia and Herzegovina versus Ukraine. Final to be played at either Reykjavik or a venue to be confirmed. Of course, it would have been played in... Uh, probably Tel Aviv, but of course, with all the with all the war going on right now, we don't know about that. So, interesting, interesting group. I mm. actually don't know who comes out of this in a weird way because I think Belgium. I think they top the group, obviously. But that second place is going to be so interesting. You, I mean, I think it'll be Ukraine that get through on the on the playoffs. 
Yeah, I, I think Ukraine are the I mean, most solid. I mean, I mean, can teams. we just have some consensus? Do we think that it's going to be Ukraine that definitely, get through? Yeah, definitely. sure. So Ukraine, solid. Romania, and Slovakia. I don't know who gets second and third in that group. Honestly, group. toss for coin. Toss for coin, I yeah. think, for me, that. Pretty even. No, no squad is too, too strong in that. No. For that second place. No, not at all. And, I mean, Slovakia did well to push... To push a to push a group that had Portugal in there as well, could have they did they did well to finish second in a group with Portugal, five points clear of Luxembourg. Yes, it was a slightly easy yeah, group. It must be said. <laughs> I mean, Luxembourg, Iceland, Bosnia, and Liechtenstein. Yes, it's an easy group, but they were still up there. And then could have you go past there? Can if you go to Romania and could have Romania? They weren't doing a terrible job in qualifying at all. I mean, yes, their group was slightly sort of affected by things and yes kind of switzerland were trying to challenge them but they still beat the swiss by five points on the end of the day i mean yeah. romania still topped this group yes it was a, an easier group andorra kosovo belarus and israel yes you've got less kind of strong teams but i mean no losses we That's shouldn't pretty, quite impressive i, I, I don't think a... we write off romania here no do you agree michael i do but also I've got a clear position in my head of where everyone finishes, and I called the previous group the most straightforward. This, the way I'm going to describe this one, is going to be controversial. I call it the weakest. Okay. It's got the weakest. I agree, it's the weakest. Actually, it's got the weakest giant, a sleeping giant, even in Belgium. It's barely a giant these days, though. It's got the weakest giant, and it's got, I think, the weakest set of teams with the least experience. I think sure. Ukraine qualifies, and I think Ukraine finishes. Ukraine, second. right? Okay. Ukraine qualifies, and they finish second. I mean, I, I would, I would tend to agree. I mean, of course, it's difficult to say that because we're like, we're, we're thinking, well, kind of, you shouldn't guess ahead, but I think Ukraine will get through on that. And uh, I think Slovakia finish uh, finish third ahead of Romania. I'm not a big advocate for Romania. I see the qualifiers as an overperformance, aided by. A lack of good form for Switzerland and an easy draw. They they don't turn up at Euros. We saw what happened in France. They can have a good big game against Belgium, but after that, yeah, I I don't see them challenging. I think Ukraine edges it over Slovakia. Could be an interesting match actually. Ukraine Slovakia. Really Could interesting match. Very tight. Romania, I think that I think that Slovakia are dark horses. They've got Belgium first game though. Yeah, but I age. think that you know what? Actually, I'm going to lock it in. Slovakia go through as a lucky loser. What behind? Behind Ukraine. Yeah, but I think that Slovakia get through potentially. I, I, it's it's possible with Belgium, and it's an interesting one. And I, I'd want to talk about all the big giants once we actually get through the groups. But yeah, yeah, let's do can, that. Let's do that. We yeah, can definitely. Do that later, but yeah, we will. But I think that Slovakia get through as lucky loser. I'm going to lock them on one of my lucky losers, Andre. I'm guessing you're going to put Belgium at the top of the group. Yeah. Who are you going to put second? Second, honestly, it's, I feel like it's got to be Ukraine. Their their qualifier group was tough, having England and Italy in the same group. And they really should have gone through. And still, are we are we overrating the Belgian side? Should we put Ukraine top of this group? No, no, no. no. But should oh, do you, this I mean, Belgian side? This Belgium side, it's going to have Thibaut Courtois return for the Euros. Right. Thibaut Courtois is going to return in April. Right, he's going to be ready. But are we not? It's going to have a. Fully are we not fit, underrating Ukraine though? It's going to have a fully fit Kevin De Bruyne. It's a rapidly improving Lukaku who's firing for Roma. It's going to have Jeremy Doku after a season with Pep Guardiola in which he's absolutely excelled in the Premier League. 
It's going to have Tielemans, who's improved in Villa and is back to his usual self. It's got a good back line. It's a good squad. It's not where it was, and it's not going to be enough to challenge, but it's a squad enough to win this group. Maybe so. And let's move on to our final group then. Let's move on to our final group, Group F, and then we're going to try run through our lucky losers towards the end of the sort of rundown section of this show. Group F rounds out the draw in what could be a very tasty group of, and I'm going to say it very carefully for the Turkish fan in the room, dark horses. Turkey <sighs> will be looking <laughs> Turkey will be looking to perform and match expectations unlike how it did in 2020 where it all fell apart like a pack of cards. Portugal will look to win their second Euros title. Czechia, who did well to challenge in 2020, and they will also clash in Group F. Likely to join these teams is either Georgia or Greece. They will face Luxembourg and Kazakhstan. Now, this is the thing. Well, firstly, Turkey and Greece in the same group of the Euros. I want that. I want that so badly. But secondly, I think... I mean, I want to talk about that playoff first. Again, likely to be Georgia or Greece. Those are two very strong teams in, in, in Europe. Yeah. Honestly... I'm, I'm going to put it out there. I'm going to put it out there. That is a real cat amongst the pigeons. The Greeks, the Greeks who nearly pushed the French and the Dutch. Mm-hmm. I think the Greeks can challenge to get out of this group if they go through. Georgia less so, but I think the Greeks definitely. Wait, is it Georgia, Greece and... So it's so it's Georgia against Luxembourg and then Kazakhstan against Greece. But I'm thinking it's going to be Georgia <laughs> versus Greece in the final. Um. In, in Belize. Hosted in Belize, of course. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I. 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 I, I, I think this is this is more difficult than people if, think it is. Georgia, Kazakhstan. You said. Yeah, so it's gonna be Georgia versus. Uh, no, it's gonna be Georgia versus Luxembourg, and then Kazakhstan versus Greece. It's yeah. a tough one to call. It's a really tough one to call. I see uh, Luxembourg get through. I think Luxembourg. Not no, to the whole thing. Just you think? The final. So you think? So you think Luxembourg beat Greece? Yeah. Wow. No, Greece still wins. Greece still Luxembourg win, right? Beat Georgia. Sure. Okay. But okay, so if we if we work off the fact that we think Greece is going to go in, I mean that group: Turkey, Portugal, Czech Republic, Greece. My word, that is a group and a half. That yeah, that's tough. 100%. I actually think Portugal are in trouble here. Yeah, I mean, Portugal... I think I think that Czechia really challenge here. Ooh, you you know what? So? I'm going to go on a limb. Turkey top the group. Czechia come. Don't say that. Don't Czechia. Say that. Czechia come second, no, 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 Portugal qualify third. <laughs> and win the Euros again. <laughs> no, but honestly, honestly, I, I, honestly, Turkey top the group, Czech Republic second, Portugal third. I, I just can Am never, I wrong? Am I wrong? I tell me. I just never vouch for this Turkish national But tell team. me. I, I love them. I travel... I traveled in 2016 to France with high hopes for Turkey to win their group against Spain. They got smashed 3-0. I had even higher hopes in 2020. I went to Rome for the opening game, Turkey, Italy. We got smashed 3-0 and put up the worst performances in the I entire I predicted tournament. Turkey to win that game. <laughs> that was an insulting, insulting <laughs> match. Turkey didn't even try. And then even worse, so Wales demolished Turkey as well. <sighs> Wales demolished us and then Switzerland demolished. It was just an embarrassment. It was an embarrassment of a tournament. I, I no, you know what? I memory. think the Turkey are top group. I, I mean, will. I will put Portugal second. I will. I'll, I'll put Portugal second. You put them third. Yeah. Got to stick to the to the. No, you know what? I will put them second. I'll put Czechia to qualify in third. Just about going through yeah. fourth, f- fourth best, fourth best um, third place team. I mean, I no, I think, no, 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 no. Okay, no, no, right. So Ronaldo stand, come in here. 
coming no, in. No, no, no. Portugal win the group. Okay. Czech Republic narrowly second. What? Turkey in third. Sorry, Andre. Mm, oh, no. This Turkey team, I got to say. Greece in fourth. But do you refreshed. think that Turkey go through on it's third a, place playoff? Uh, well, but best four playoff? No, because they're just never lucky. Okay. Right, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. We had the 2000s. Now we're in a new decade. New well, things can happen. No, no. This will be the interesting one, Andre. What do you think is going to happen? I still see Portugal winning the group. Okay, cool, cool. It's Portugal. experience. It's Cristiano Ronaldo's last tournament probably. Sure. Is, is he going to play the World Cup? I mean, he, it makes sense if he does. He talks yeah. about if he's ready to play, he will. At this stage, he's fit to play in the Euros. What happens two years later mm, is questionable. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see. I think it'll depend a lot on how he performs <laughs> at this Euros. So yeah. if we see Ronaldo with three, four goals at the end of the Euros and his team somewhere in the semis, yep. at least, sure. then there would be a good reason sure. for him to go to the World Cup. Cool. If yeah, we see what happens, if we see a repetition of the World Cup where he starts off, scores a penalty, yep. even gets benched and his team gets knocked out early, then there would be a question of whether he should carry on. I think to this Euro, it's not even about if Portugal win it because they've already won it. And so has Ronaldo. He's been in two Euro finals in his career. We have to remember that. That is true, yeah. And he's the all-time record goal scorer of Euros. Current golden boot holder of the Euros as well. The question would be, is this Portugal team ready to challenge in the world title as well? We have to remember, and I'm really looking forward to talking about all the giants in this competition. Portugal squad is in the top three of the Euros. So it's a squad that can deliver. They conceded twice and scored 36 times in the qualifiers. They've won all 10 games, and there's been some good football shown by them. Whether that will be replicated at the Euro stage, it's interesting to see. I think they've got enough to top this group, just the quality by itself. When you've got Rafael Liao and Jao Felix coming off the bench, you're expected to turn up. Now it's going to be Czech Republic second. They've got the experience in the Euros, and they've really impressed me in qualifying. They're going to come second, Turkey in third, and then Greece, unfortunately... I think they will qualify to the Euros, but the experience is going to play a role there in these type of occasions, and I think Greece will be lacking it. Who who finished second in your group again, Andre? Um, I'd have Turkey finishing Turkey. second. Turkey finish second. I'd expect as, nothing else. As long as we finish above Greece, it's all right. <laughs> yeah, well, if they qualify. So now we're at point now where we're going to go through lucky losers. I'm going to come with my four now. Slovakia, Czech Republic, Switzerland, Denmark. They're my four lucky losers. I think that Croatia crash out in the group stages. I think that they are unable to get enough points against uh, the Albanians and against the Spanish. I think the Austrians fall off with an aging squad. And I think that for as good as a team like, well, like Romania are, I don't think they're going to get past the Slovakians who've done really well in qualifying. And again, I, it's I hate to see... I hate to see a really cool, a really good team like the Croatians falling out. But I think they are at the end of their road now, and they always prioritise the World Cup. So those are going to be my four lucky losers. Michael, you've already got one locked in. You've already got Hungary locked and in. And I stick with that. You stick with that. So you give me your three more lucky losers. Italy. Okay, Italy. Cool. As well. And also Austria. Austria. Okay, so you're saying Austria going to go in? Interesting. And Slovakia. And Slovakia. So no Denmark, no Czech Republic. No, Denmark finishes second. Oh, yeah, sorry. Um, Czech Republic. So yep. no Serbia. Czechia go in. No Serbia, yep. No Serbia. No, uh, no, no Turkey. No Turkey. Interesting. Uh. Interesting one. Andre, 
Your um, so you you've already picked Croatia. Three more. Um, I'm not actually sure about Croatia either. Okay, I would take them out to be honest. Right. You you make a good point. Interesting. They, they, Interesting to see. It, it is hard to get a large amount of points out of a group like. So that. who are you? So who are you thinking now? I mean, I've got I I've got Hungary. Sure. Hungary are a very solid team. They can definitely get the points. Traditionally, what we've seen in these Euros in the last two, two, two competitions, twice, three points and a good goal difference. And a, yes, that's and true. At least a zero goal difference. And yeah. not a negative one. That is, is true. That is true. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So we always ask ourselves, can they win and not get absolutely battered in the other two yeah. games? If the answer to that is yes, they progress. That's Four why points I'm thinking, are guaranteed to progress. That's why I'm thinking Czech Republic go in, and that's why I'm thinking, thinking Slovakia go in as well. So Hungary. Three more, Andre? I have Czechia going through. Czechia, nice. Um, honestly, I think Romania can Romania go through. Romania could get enough points. Interesting. In Very interesting, that. Right. So I'm guessing that's at the expense of uh, Slovakia. Then, yeah. Yeah. And then there's... I need one more, no? Yeah, one more. Yeah, one um, more. I'd go with Denmark. Denmark. I'd go with Denmark, yeah. Cool. They can still get enough points out of that group. Really interesting, that. Well, there's going to be a good graphic, hopefully made by our head of marketing, Lenny Rubin. I'm going to I'm going to give him a copy of this, and he can try and put our predictions up online. So, that being said, let's talk about the big players. Then let's talk about the big players. So, topping the groups for all of us, it's most of the normal, usual suspects: Germany, Spain, England, France, Belgium, uh, Turkey. Who else is topping any groups? That's basically it. So. Portugal as well. So I think let's talk about the favourites for the Euros, England. I think they are the favourites. I, I mean, or France. Or France. I want to name four teams. Go for it. They're going to be in the semis. Obviously, they, there's there's always the big chance of them meeting earlier. But let's yep. say that Go for it. the ties and the the draw helps, helps this. I'm going to have to say four teams in the semifinals. Three... Two are obvious for me, and that is England and France, unless something extraordinary happens again. Sure. England and France, also Spain. Okay. And then the fourth spot for me, it's going to be between Germany and Portugal. But let's say we are at this occasion, we're now in December. Mm -hmm. if, let's say we are looking from what is happening now, and I'm going to have to say in fourth position to the semis, Portugal. So interesting. You, so you're saying Portugal, Portugal go all the way with an aging squad, with a young squad, Joe. It's is it a young squad though? Is it? it is, is it a though? Young squad. I mean, okay. Let's look at. Let's tell look me. At the last tell game. me. Let, let's look at. Let's look. Are at you Portugal. saying there's been that crossover between the between the squads? There's an excellent oh, crossover. Yeah. Okay, go for it. We'll start off Portugal. Given, I'll be proven with that. On them, uh, given we've started on Portugal, we'll we'll, we'll keep talking about them. So yes, go for it. Actually, give me just one that's second. Fine. That's to, fine. That's fine. Find, that's fine. Um, trying to find some of their latest fixtures. But if we Go look at, yeah. at their starting eleven, who do we usually get? We get Bruno Fernandes, Bernardo Silva, we get our Nuno Mendes, we get our Cancelo, we get our Ruben Dias, we get our Gonzalo Ramoses, we get our Leaos, Felixes, uh, we get uh, Vitinhas. All I'm hearing is experienced players right All now. All I'm hearing, Joe, is 22 to 30. Okay. All that's the players I've named. Sure, sure, that's that fine. That is not an aging squad. No, it's not that an aging squad. squad in its prime. It's not an aging squad, but I'm also not seeing 
young bright sparks. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not but seeing. Look at, look I'm not at, seeing young players like like your Zaire Emerys of the world, like your Bellinghams of the world. I'm not seeing that. All I'm seeing is yes, experienced guys. But I'm not seeing players that are going to win win Euros. Experienced guys, Ballon d'Or nominees, Joe. Okay. Sure. If right. you look at the last few teams that won the World Cup, sure. Italy starting eleven. Yeah. What youngsters did they have that tore up the world by surprise? That is true. Look back at Portugal. Sure. What were the, there was one player, Renato Sanchez. Sure. We wouldn't call him the the person who carried that Portuguese team. The no. people who carried that Portuguese team was Ronaldo in the prime age back then. Yes, it true. It was Nani in the prime age back then. It was Pepe, 32, 33 years of age, which is good for a defender. It was Ruben sure. Patricio, age 28. It was that type of squad. And it's true. Rafael Guerrero, still very young, 25, 26 yeah. back then. Now we go back to Spain. What were their youngsters? It was also a squad in its prime. It was 26, 27-year-old Andres Iniesta, 30-year-old Xavi, about this age. And if I keep going back, if you go back to Spain again, and it's still quite... It was a bit of a younger team, but still. And so on and so forth. So, and obviously France 2000, for example, it's literally players in their prime. Uh, So you're talking about... There's always that one start that can tear the world by surprise, but... Portugal may have that. I mean, Leao is still considered young, and they can have someone emerge leading up to the competition who perhaps I'm not thinking at the moment. It's a squad in its prime. I think they've got a good chance. The question is, is Roberto Martinez the man to do it? We see that he could. When given a good squad, he did perform with Belgium in 2018 and was stopped by just an incredible French team, an unbeatable French team, in my opinion, in that competition. So he can deliver question is is Portugal better off with Ronaldo or without him because there's been some yes on one hand he's just stormed the qualifiers again finished second for the golden boot of the qualifiers but there's been games he was absent in and what do we Mm. saw 9-0 against Luxembourg yep and I think there was another one as well Portugal they just feel a bit more free without him they do it's it's a question how how will they play what players come out but the quality in this team is absolutely incredible. So I think they'll think, be in those top. Do you four think they've places. actually got a chance of getting past semi finals though? That's yeah. the way that because the, the thing for me, I look at it either way, and I'm thinking, well, if they get up, if they face off against England, they're out. If they face off against France, they're out. That's why they were the fourth for me to be added into that sure. list. And there's three teams that come ahead in sure. this list. Okay. Uh, one that comes third for me, if if I may, go for it. Spain, Andre. I'm sure you'd want to talk about them. Yeah, they talk about the Spanish team, yeah. They are going to be my third favourite. I think it's clearly obvious, the, the first two for me. But, but Spain is where they are. You know what? I've got something to say about this. Go ahead. So, Spanish team. We've seen it recently with Pedri. We've seen them just running these players ragged. Now, mm-hmm. injury problems were a massive issue for lots of teams in the World Cup. Massive issue. I know that was different because it was in the middle of the it was in the middle of the season. But that could still be a problem at the end of the season that we're in right now. With the Spanish team, is their problem moreover trying to rest these players so they don't have another situation where they lose a player of the calibre like Pedri for the Euros? I mean, the Gavi situation. Or Gavi as well. Reckless one, to be honest. That was, I'd say, the fault. But does that not scare you as as somebody who follows Spanish football? It does worry me. I feel like all these Spanish players have been kind of run to the ground a little bit. And uh, this manager is going to have to take care um, 
with his call-ups. Gabi was reckless to be played against Georgia. That was that was so pointless. I never understood that. That's the game he tore his ACL in. Yeah, a game Spain were already qualified. But yeah, exactly. There is no need for Gabi to be playing, starting playing the usual starters, you know. But Spain does have good depth now. The, you saw in the 2020 Euros where they made the semifinals. It's it was a young squad, but very they really talented. Have won. Now. They were a better team than Italy. Italy scored on the counter. Spain dominated. Yeah, the they did dominate that match. But Morata was just quite poor. He was that and was a scored. really he still scored, but it was a really bad game from him. Um, what's it called? But this is a Spain team. I feel like that's starting to get closer and closer to its prime. I mean, especially in the midfield. You Nations have, League winners, remember? Yeah, yes, obviously. Nations League winners. Um, new coach. Uh, you yep. have a lot of good footballers now. Alvaro Morata is actually playing good, decent now for Atleti. Yep. Sure. Uh, Ferran Torres has been pr- quite well. Uh, you have a lot of w- winging options. The midfield as well with Pedri and, and Rodri. Yep. The midfield, the midfield options are stacked, and there's so many people available on the bench sure. too that can make a difference. I mean, right. it's a really good team. It's a team I see making the finals. You think? Whoa. Okay. So it's an underrated team. The question yeah. is, have they got the names? They I, don't I, I have. Don't know. I don't is know Rodri do. the man? Yes, he's in the top best five players yep, in the world. Now. Sure. Is Rodri and Pedri the people to take you to? Are they your Ronaldos and Mbappes? It's, uh, can they do what not, they can? Though, are they? Can Pedri and Rodri do what Modric did with Croatia? I, because Morata, Ferran Torres and whoever else starts next to them, they're going to get their sure. goals. They're not going to win your Euros. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't see them winning the Euros, but... Yep. So they're not going to take you to the final. You need a star player. I thought that, but that Spain team making the semis in 2020 was quite mm. impressive. That was a team that had no star Luis Enrique, though, in my opinion, is one of the greatest managers in the 21st century. Really? That's high praise, that. He kind of bombed the World Cup, though. He did. He, he made questionable selections. He did, though, didn't he? he? He got it in his own head. He got too arrogant, I think, with that 2022 squad. But I it's, think not, it's, uh, it's not Luis Enrique. Anymore yeah. though, sure. We'll see how this manager. Does. Spain's been playing decent so far. Sure, won the I Nations agree. League under this coach. They're unless they face England or France en route to the finals. Yeah, I think it's a team that can make. Well, that it. was what I was going to ask. Well, it's the I'm next guessing. Team. I'm guessing we're thinking it's it's going to be England or France. They are the two. Favorites. Who are the two favorites are for this for this Euros? If it comes to be England versus France in the final, who wins that England game for me? Really? Yes. It's a tough one. I, I Is that talk because about of a certain Jude Bellingham? Not just. I, I want to talk about both teams. Well, there's going to be a boring statement, which can Go always, for it. always Go sounds for a it. bit bald, but you, you have to start off with it. Yeah. England's squad is better at the moment. I agree. England have a better team. And, I and agree. we can go through the lines. First of all, the two best players of this season currently, in my opinion, or at least for now, are Harry Kane and Jude Bellingham. Sure. They are the two biggest goal scorers. They are the two best players of the season so far. Next to them, there's obviously <coughs> the few others as well. But it is, of those that will feature, I think Mbappe goes next to them, but he hasn't had a, such a great season so far. Jude Bellingham and Harry Kane. Now, if you look at France, they are actually, we talked about their wonderful squad depth, their big squad. They It's actually not that amazing as it, as it used to be. The midfield... It only now has, realistically, Chiumeni, Kamavenga, and Rabiot. Let's say any of them get injured. Who do you replace them with? 
I mean, we had Griezmann, we had Griezmann playing. Okay, Griezmann's going to play higher up the pitch. They've basically just got one good player per position. They've got unreplaceable it's, players in the squad. Yeah, I guess an injury could really set back France. But then, but no, barring any injuries, I mean, for me, France are still the best squad. Those are the best quality players in the starting lineups in the world, for me. Really? Yeah. I don't know. For England, is just coming together. There's so many players Eng- performing. England does have a lot of. I mean. Harry Kane, Bellingham, like you said, are arguably the two best play, the two most informed players in the world right now. If they maintain this until the end of the season, let's yeah, say Harry Kane gets his first trophy as well with Bayern. Let's say they win the league. Sure, that'll be emotionally stimulating. If Bellingham, if he carries on like this and Madrid pick up a trophy or two, maybe a La Liga, he'll be en route to a Ballon d'Or. He would be, you know, you're right about that. France have got Mbappe though, and I'm sorry it's a boring argument, but I said it earlier in the show, he has a point to prove after last Euros where he was the reason France got knocked out. He had a yeah. shocker a game against Switzerland and was got the responsibility to take the final penalty and made an awful error. He's got a point to prove. And France's team is magnificent as well. It's, it's very tight to call. You even might want to go through each line each position in defence and attack and actually compare the two squads and you'll see how equal they are. And the game at the World Cup showed how equal they are. A few questions, though, with with England. The the goalkeeper position is still a weakness for me, I'm afraid. Pickford turns up, but oh, I don't know. Really? Is he? Is well, he so especially Everton after the point deduction. What but if who Everton goes go in down? then? But who goes in? Because no, Pickford starts and now Pope is out for five months. That, yeah, that, and you that. can't put Ramsdale in. No, not after so, he's lost but, to David Ryan. But who goes in? No, regardless, the squad is good. Pickford starts. We got Maguire. He's we know how he turns up for England. Sure. After it's funny to say it, it's not been a great season for Man United. No, it's been Maguire's best in the last few years for Man United so far. It's going to be Maguire and Stones, who is one of the best defenders in the yep, world. in the world, yeah. And is very versatile. At right back, there'll be a numerous option. There's Trent, who's having a good season. Sure. There's Walker. There's Reese James, if he finds his fitness. There's always that option. Trippier, who's still excellent for Newcastle. Probably yep. this club. so good, so good. There'll, op- there'll be options in left back. I'm sure Luke Shaw will find his form. Maybe Ben Shaw. And yep. then after that, we move up the pitch. And the options are endless. Their options are endless. You've got Declan Rice, you've got Jude Bellingham, and up top you've got Grealish, Rashford, Saka, Foden, Kane. And I'm I'm probably forgetting like half the squad at this stage. But even what I've named up top, there is no other country with so, so much potential. It's a magnificent team, and I'm interested to see how they line up. Mm, and you just definitely. don't see any... All of them are in the form of their life. Saka is excellent, magnificent. Bellingham is the best player in the world. Harry Kane is scoring for fun. Grealish is. is at the after the treble. There's been criticism of him, but we've seen last few weeks he's back to it. Foden's excellent, although maybe still not receiving as much game time as he deserves, but he's scoring in every game. And then there's James Madison, who will come back from the injury, who started excellently at Spurs. And they're just coming into my head. I'm, I, I don't have a paper with England squad in front of me. The options are endless. Then there's Declan Rice, who's been excellent at Arsenal. There's Bellingham. There's no players who've had a bad season. That's true. This squad is... And then you look at France, and what do you get? You go at centre-back. Who do you start? Upamecano, who's not doing excellent at Bayern, who's had a lot of bad games. Yeah, that's true. Quite likely could be displaced by Kim and Jane Delict. Next yep. to him, Hernandez. It's a very... he He's injury-prone. 
and he's playing as a left back this season. I'm never as confident as him as centre back. The left back position is strong with Teo. At right back, who do you get? Jonathan Claus, Kunde, maybe. Okay, yeah, it's maybe. A good squad. And then you go into midfield. Yes, you get Trumini and Kamavinga, but that's all you really get. There's sure. Griezmann, Giroud, Marcus Turam, who has had a good season. Colin Wan, who's not convinced. No. Nope. Dembele. But it's not quite. You look at Bellingham, you go, let's say, Grealish or Foden. Kane, Bellingham, mm. and Saka, yep. your front four. And then you get, what, you get Dembele, Mbappe, and age Giroud and Griezmann. I don't know. For me, Bellingham, Kane, Saka, and let's say Foden win it at the moment. Or Maybe. 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 If you put it like this, they win it for me. And then the back line as well. Really? Let, let's say Declan Rice and whoever starts next to him win it for me at the moment. Oh, that's bold. So you're saying the defensive line wins it? I think so. With John not... led by John Stones, yes. That's not but that's not normally how tournaments work. Normally you win it by attack. No, you win it by defence, Joe. You okay. You win it by defence. You believe in that? Tournaments are you won believe by in that? defense. Tournaments are won by defence. Tournaments are won by defence. Okay. Portugal's defence won them the Euro. Italy's defence with Chiellini and Benucci won them the Euro, in my opinion. Well. And yeah. And then there's Mignon, who's a good keeper. With oh, no it's a shame that Lenny's not here. Cause with no international <laughs> no. experience. Sure. At all. That is true. I forget that Mannion hasn't had that much in, in, in international experience. He's had one Champions League. That's, Pickford's been there for three big competitions and has turned up for all of them. Even that is true. Even if we're going to throw a stick at his club performance. But club is always different. For me, England wins it just narrowly. And you're saying the attack wins tournament. Well, England's attack is definitely better. Well, that's what I was going to get on to. I was going to say, well, on attack, England win it regardless. Harry Kane and Bellingham and Saka and Foden <coughs> or Grealish is stronger. Just too good. It's You would not want to defend against no. in his current form. No. It's too good. Too good. Andre, are you as well, as confident as as McCall in terms of making a prediction? Um, No. No, no, no. I don't, I don't have nearly as strong convictions about this... Uh, tournament exciting for me france or still france <coughs> you think? Hey, by the way it could change a lot obviously we are saying this we are yeah. saying this as it is now we're saying six months later seven months bellingham before. might be off form kane has not won a trophy and bappy's with psg in the final of the champions league after the yeah. Ricky pulled and I, we'll be talking different things that's the beauty of football it can change very suddenly but it's always quite nice with six months to go there's always this tradition to actually review how things stand definitely and uh at this stage, in my opinion, they stand like this. If we look more at players individually, mm. I think for Mbappe, it's it's a big one. Massive. If, if he turns up, he's going to be captain, I would presume. Should be. And if he, he leads his country to glory, it's going to cement him in French history for eternity. Who Leading is, his country uh, to a world, two World Cup finals and a Euro victory and a Nations League, where he was the main player. It's going to cement him. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. Uh Oh, that was a bold prediction, Mikey. Crikey. Mikey, crikey, 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 Mikey. Uh, my word, though. And on that note, uh, I could have... Something else I want to talk about then. For Germany now. Hosting tournament. Yeah, we need to talk about them. Hosting <coughs> tournament. I mean, their form has been patchy at best. Seriously patchy. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that for the benefit of, 
oh, sort of playing into the joke of, oh, aren't Germany rubbish? And are they going to get knocked out of their own home tournament again? But their form has been genuinely rubbish. Mm, they've lost three of their last friendlies. Yeah. I, 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 I don't or know. Lost, but they haven't won three of their last Yeah, sure. Sorry, lost to Austria. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, let's just look at this. 2-0 lost to Austria. 3-2 lost to Turkey. 2-all draw with Mexico. 3-1 win against the USA. 2-1 win against France in September. Of which they were 1-0 down to a Pulisic goal at one point. 3-all to Ukraine. 1-0 loss to Germ- to Poland. 2-0 loss to Colombia. 4-1 loss to Japan. Um, this is not a strong German team. It's going to be a boring statement again, Joe, but it's just not as good of a team in terms of It just of isn't. I no. think they're in trouble. I think I, I think they win this group, but I think they're out in round of 16. Yeah. I think quarterfinal, because if they do win this group, they're going to get someone the likes of <sighs> Romania or Serbia or whoever they get. But even looking at, at their squad... Who do you get? First of all, who's going to be in goal? It's either going to be Neuer, who's missed a year of football and is aging and has not really performed well in the last few international competitions. It's either going to be Ter Stegen, who's now officially been sure. reported is going to be out for three sure. months with a back injury. Yep, three months. Oof. Yeah, two and a half. So the keeper problem's an issue. The back line, the only real strong defender who can who's challenging at the top level right now is Antonio Rüdiger. Sure. You're not winning a Euros with all going anywhere close with Jonathan Tartas and 65-year-old Mass Hummels. He's a brilliant player in his prime. In his prime, he's one of the be- he was the best defender in the world, or one of. Sure. But yeah, there was the likes of Ramos and Rand. He was in the top five best defenders in the early 2010s, even late 2010s, where he even earned a transfer to Bayern Munich. Mm. Since then, though, it's not that Mats Hummels. No. And in midfield, you get Gundogan. Is he going to take his country on his own? Can he carry the team, even with Joshua Kimmich? No. It, it, it's difficult. It's a difficult task. There's no goal scorer as well, because France have got Mbappe and Giroud who score goals. Sure. England have obviously got Harry Kane. Portugal have got Ronaldo, who scores goals if he's on form. Sure. Or they've got Gonzalo Ramos, who also scores goals. Sure. They've got goals. Germany has not got, has not got a goal scorer. Nicholas that is true. is not going to score you goals. No, he won't. And Leroy Sane and Serge Gnabry, they have a habit of fading if if not having a target man who they can That is true, goals. Because yeah. Sane has Harry Kane in Bayern, who's he linked up with. Or sure. Man City had Aguero. Yeah. Or he had Lewandowski beforehand, before Harry Kane departed. Mm. So too Gnabry. And then the rest. Kai Havertz has had a shocker of a season so far. Terrible. How will he be in terms of mentally ahead of the tournament is questionable. And then there's no real other options. And more importantly, this squad is lacking in experience quite mm. significantly. It's either lacking in freshness and youth or experience yep. of international competitions. Yeah, because sure. Because in the last five, six years since Euro 2016, this squad has nothing really to show. That is true. That is true. I think it would have benefited from the return of some players like Tony Cruz into the national team, which is obviously not going to happen. But this, this, this could be really embarrassing for the Germans. Mm-hmm. And the way they're playing now is shocking. It's lining up to be absolutely terrible. And this is the thing: it's not even the manager's fault because they've they've got through sacking Hansi Flick. I'm, they've you gone know, through people who know listen by now. I'm a big fan of Hansi Flick, but they've gone through so many good managers. Mm-hmm. And Amazing. they're going to end up sacking Julian Nagelsmann, probably. 
for doing his best job with a squad that is just not up for it. Look, Joe, you don't win a treble by accident. Hansi Flick no, you is don't. a fast manager. He won six from six at Bayern. And he worked with the Germany side. If he hasn't succeeded and failed so dramatically, something is wrong. Yeah. So w- w- it's interesting to see what Nagelsmann will do. But so far, not great. So far, not so good. You know what? Let's end the show on a, a, on a light-hearted note. Right now, Andre, as a fan of Turkey, are you just sitting there thinking, can we just do something to match expectations and not do what we did in 2020? I mean, we changed our coach. It's 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 not. We've gone through two coaches since that one tournament. Oh no! But this Italian guy, he Turkey have been producing real results. I mean, we beat Croatia, we beat Germ- a struggling Germany, albeit. Nice, yeah. Um, we topped our group, which is the first one of the first times in history that we've topped a qualifiers group. Mm. So, pretty hyped about that. And it's a really good squad. Actually, a heavily Turkish league squad, which is promising. Love having, to see that. Yeah, having local development. We're used to having a Turkish squad that's scared across Europe. Uh, a lot of big egos, not not huge chemistry, but this team has a much more chemistry. I feel like because they play together or against each other in the league. Mm. I mean, I'm. I think they can have a decent run. Nothing crazy, but I do think for the first time in a while, I see them get out of a group stage. Well, let's hope they can do better than they did last time out in 2020. I mean, anything's better the than year that. Before. that was, anything's better. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Tournament before. Yeah, anything's better than that, isn't it? Really. Um, yeah. So uh, literally, while you were talking, now I've uh, sent off the, I've sent off our picks to our marketing guru Lenny Rubin, who's gonna, who's going to best uh, contributor. Yes, contributor yes, officially. winner, winner of best contribution award uh, at uh, at yesterday's X Media Awards, and uh, that'll be out on our Instagram hopefully soon ish. And then you can see what our hopefully great predictions are. Then maybe they might be terrible for all we know. But that being said, thank you for joining me on Express Room. Thank you, Michael and Andre, for joining me on this Tuesday evening. And with all that being said, I will see you very, very soon. <laughs>